Welcome to Gain That Tune. Everybody, it's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with me. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Guys, I think we're in for a great show tonight. This is Game That Tune, episode 177. And if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we are going to listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode, plays the bonus tune. And the winner last week was me, Fantastic Me. And I chose a what I think is going to be a lot of fun theme for this week's episode. Uh, you know, because uh, Halloween ended, which means it's Christmas time. And Christmas time means it's time for family. So we are doing family as the theme that could mean uh you know games that you played with a family member it could be games that are uh appropriate to have been played with a family member games ready for everybody uh games that feature a uh, a, a notable family uh, you know i feel like you know there's some famous like brothers that have a game series like a super game series thing. yeah bubble and bobble yeah, that's the ones. Bob and Bob, they're brothers, right? I See, back in the day, I thought they were lovers. Wow. That no? was, okay. That was okay. very progressive of Taito. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, well, they uh, don't really say what their genders are, do they? No, you know, I just said lovers. That, you know, it's extra progressive. They're on that, yeah. you know, that very fluid gender spectrum. You don't know what you're dealing with. Uh, no, but, you know, so we're doing family games. Uh... Uh, it, you know, it could be uh, it could be Mafia fast games. Uh, see, that's the thing. I'm, you know, the question oh, is, where shit. do we draw the line on family? Because when you're Are in the ta- family, you're in the family. Talking about uh, you know, a little Sopranos action. Uh, Sopranos PS2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are, are we talking? Uh, are we talking the Fast and the Furious arcade game? Uh, a little Salud Mi Familia. Uh, you know, it could you know, it could be any number of games. That's the thing. It's a beautiful theme. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to share some fond memories and some uh, some fun times around the, I don't know, N64. Uh, you know, some arguments that we got into with family members, uh, or you know, talk about uh, talk about games with uh, you know, I don't know, more uh, more functional families than ours. That's uh, that's the interesting thing. I think a game that gets less fun to play the more functional the family is. So I think we're going to have some good shit <laughs> on uh, on this uh, this episode. So. Uh, I don't know, you guys are, you know, uh, Johnny, you feeling good? Feeling great? Yeah, feel very good, feeling very great. All right, good, yeah, just not giving me much to go on here. But yeah, so, uh, you know, we got five great games, we got a great fan request, and, uh, you know, it, it should be a good, diverse episode, maybe some, uh, you know, some interesting games, some tough tunes, and let's just uh, start it right up, man. Johnny, what do we got for game one? Game one.
right, guys. I'm sure you're feeling stumped. Uh, so this game. Okay. Uh, trivia for this game. A YouTube video of this game has far and away the most views of any YouTube video relating to a game from this franchise. guys that should have given you plenty of time to try to search youtube for hashtag mario uh, anybody need uh, any additional trivia <laughs> no I, I i think i got it i, I feel uh, pretty good i like it uh, resigned to your fate uh jesse says what is a podcast it's a question we're all trying to answer here johnny says mario and sonic at the tokyo olympics yes the game that's been out for a day-ish has racked up hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. No, that's incorrect. And David says Mario Party 8. Which is so goddamn oh. close. Take the oh. point back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's Mario Party 9. Oh. Okay, nine? see, here's... Mm, see, because... You, Go on. You, you gave that trivia about like YouTube video everything, and the whole trend of Luigi wins by doing nothing was started by Mario Party Two, which we uh -huh. have used previously. 
So I was like, mm-hmm. I, hmm, I'm very confused by this, so I'm going to take a stab because Mario Party 8 came out for the Wii and the Wii sold like gangbusters, so uh-huh. maybe it's no, the, Mario yeah. Party 8. I, when you said YouTube, my thought immediately went to hitting this block for 416 years crashes Paper Mario. But we've used all the Paper Mario games. I don't know if you've seen this video, by the way, but somebody figured that I out. I definitely not. So. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, Wait, not a how clue. many times do you have to hit it? Uh, you have to hit... There's some block in Paper Mario that if you hit it for 416 years, it will crash the game. Wait, years? Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do you know? How would you figure that out? <laughs> I, you know, we'll have to talk about this on another time when we talk about, you know, when we do a theme on <laughs> okay, um, YouTube tem- videos. Temporal anomalies? I don't care about <laughs> that. <laughs> like, so, um, uh, again, I'm David, more- are you checking like YouTube filters right now trying to disprove this? This is far and away the most viewed Mario video in the history of YouTube. I'm just the- curious... Which video? Because searching Luigi wins by doing nothing Mario Party 9 yields results of 3.2 million and 14 million. Whereas if you search the same thing with Mario Party 8, you get one with 15 million views. Uh huh. So Have unless I'm searching... looking at the wrong video. I think you need to just search Mario and then look at most viewed because a video of all the mini games of Mario Party 9 has over 130 million views. <laughs> Whoa. For some reason. <laughs> Why? I don't know. That's what's so fucking crazy. Does it show uh, Mario's nipples? No, it's just an hour and a half long video of somebody playing Mario Party 9. All the all the mini games. I stand corrected. Mario Party 9, Step It Up, Mario vs. Luigi, Master Difficulty Gameplay, 131 million views. Sure. Yeah, that's, you know, maybe it. But yeah. Oh. So yeah, no, and so the first thing to relate this to my family, I definitely came over to my sister's house and my nephew in the last couple of years was watching that video. Once I started researching this, I'm like, a video of Mario Party 9 is the most viewed Mario Party video of all time. That's fucking bizarre. And then I'm like, wait a minute. No, I watched that same video with my fucking five-year-old nephew. And he, you know, he was just like, you know, Uncle John, have you seen this? I'm like... This is Mario Party 9, of course! I own this! Do you want to play it? He's like, no. He just wanted to watch the video of it. I'm like, uh, I guess it's like cartoons to a certain generation or something. Like, yeah, there's there's 130 million kids somewhere that watch this video, and it's like, oh, look at Mario. He's just, he's, uh, he's, he's getting in a spaceship. It's like, does it matter to you that, like, there's button inputs and stuff going on? No, just wacky Mario shit happening. Oh, now look at that. They're all pulling turnips out of the ground for some reason. Oh, you're counting Goombas. Like, what's, I, I don't understand. I mean, I understand the appeal of Mario Party. Do I understand the appeal of... Uh, hour and a half long video of every mini game in this being watched 130 million times. No, no, I do not. Uh, I think I get it. I think it's part of kids. <laughs> I think it's part of kids YouTube, which is a world oh, no, that kid, kids YouTube's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, and I'm guessing because here's my thought process is like it's uh, so it's an hour and a half long. However, it's broken up into short, easily adjustable segments because it's all just mini games. Yeah. So like. Kids love shit like that. Kids love shit that, like, changes pretty often and quick, yeah. you know? Maybe uh, it's just, like, Looney Tunes for these kids, you know? Like, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. 
But it's uh, like Looney Tunes have stories and things you have to know, and this is like no, you're just watching it. I think I get. It. I think toddlers probably love this. That's my guess. Toddlers. See, and you know that's the that's the one last thing I'm gonna say about this fucking YouTube video. It was funny. I, I glanced at the comments on it today, and it's like recent comments from people like, oh man, I watched this all the time when I was like five. I'm like. How old are you now? This game's only six years old. Like, you, know, you can't be talking about throwback shit. You're only 11, you fuck. Get out of here. Like, I gotta get off kid YouTube. Oh, God. <laughs> um, it's a different world, man. It's weird. It is, man. But uh, Mario Party 9 is also a little bit weird. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Is that fun, the one man. with the car? With the car, yes. The one. Okay, okay so uh, you know the other trivia I considered going with. This is the first Mario Party game that wasn't developed by the original developer Hudson Soft. So they uh, they yeah, broke so away from Hudson. Yes, you should have gone with that trivia. That would have helped a great deal more. Well, I would have obviously veiled the trivia better than that. But uh, anyway, uh, it's, so yeah, it's uh, you know the big crux of what they changed about this game is the way you move around the boards. The boards are all like a linear thing, and you have a certain amount of time or spaces to get to the end. And every player is traveling together in a car or some other vehicle. Oh, I hated that. See, it's interesting. It's not the best. I, I kind of like it board game style, not like, I don't know, adventuring Same. together style. But it did bring up some interesting strategies because you're trying to collect these little mini stars. And, you know, you could, like, do some good fuck over stuff where it's like, all right, I'm in the car and I've got the dice. And, you know, we're right next to, like, uh, negative space. I'm just gonna, you know, roll my fucking zero dice or whatever and, like, duke it out in a minigame with somebody. And then the next guy up, he I know he doesn't have the right item. He has to roll through those negative stars, like that kind of thing. Like, you know, it, it's it's interesting, like, you know, halfway controlling, uh, you know, like, just, I don't know, it, it gives you, everybody's at the same spot on the board. So it's like, well, I'm not going through that. You go through that, motherfucker. Like, you're next. <laughs> um... And they had, like, things where, like, uh, if you got into certain minigames, there'd be, like, captain minigames. Like, if you were the captain of the car right then, you would be able to kind of dictate the way the game went. Like, you know, I can't think of any uh, specific examples, because it's been fucking years since I played this. But it's like, you know, say it's, uh, like, it's like you have to assign, like, whatever. Like, if you're drawing straws, it's like, all right, yeah, you draw that straw and you do this. Like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's interesting. They, they tried some new things, and it was fun. Um, the other family stuff that, uh, you know, with this, for me, uh, this came out in 2012. It's funny. It's a Mario Party game that came out in 2012 on Wii, right before the fucking Wii U launched. It's no wonder this just doesn't have the memory that Mario Party 8 has. Mario Party 8 was one of, like, the best-selling games on the system. This one came out. It's like, oh, okay, that's, hmm. You know, these games are, mini games are kind of fun, but like, why is everybody in a car? Fuck this. We're going to go buy that shiny new Wii U. That's that's what everybody did, right? <laughs> um, the sales but, uh, figures will show that, no, not everybody <laughs> bought that shiny Wii U. <laughs> yeah. we, need the, uh, we need the Ron Howard narrator. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, but, um, you know, this... Uh, this came out in a in the same year that uh, me and Whitney got married, so you know we just had people over to fucking play this, man. It was kind of like you know we're nesting, and like, hey, man, you know, you guys want to come fucking uh, kick it at our cool new apartment? We're a married couple now. We can uh, cook some dinner, play some Mario Party, and like, yeah, we played this with a few people. Like, I had my sister and her boyfriend over. I had my fucking you know Whitney's cousins over, and it was just fun times with family, man. It was it was a good game, like. 
I don't know. It, you know, it's. I, I think I got past the point in my life where I got malicious over Mario Party, and you just kind of. I discovered that you can actually have fun playing Mario Party. I didn't punch anybody out. I didn't like you know piss all over all your stuff and like you know break up our friendships over anything. I just you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's, it's, it turns out the series is fun. It's not so mean. Like, See, it's interesting to see such a different take because I remember it's like Mario Party 9, the one where everybody is in a cart going around the board together. Oh, so, yeah, that's I the think... one that fucked up Mario Party. Okay. See, I was going to say, yeah, I think that kind of, it's like, well, we're all driving in the car together. We have no choice but to, you know, be cool with each other. It's like... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we can still get mean about this, can't we? Like, nah. It, you know, turns out it's more fun when you make it fun, not when you make it mean. <laughs> um, Johnny, are we gonna get this fucking guy out of the YouTube or what? What is going on right now? I'm sorry, we gotta gotta derail this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am banning Literally. them now. Thanks, man. As fun as and all the poop pants on talk to game was. Two? And banned. I mean, who doesn't <sighs> want to poop their pants when playing Mario Party? Yes, exactly. Go poop That's your pants, Big Mama. That's a clip for a calculating computer. <laughs> Wipe your pants, Big Mama. Go poop, yo. Um, <laughs> what is that even? Uh, man, yeah. what? Was it, did I utter Mario Party 9 and it summoned kids YouTube to the channel? Like, why the fuck did that just happen? That was I think we said kids weird. YouTube. Exactly. So, <laughs> YouTube for kids? Hold on. I can't, you know, let me put my caps you lock rang? on and type the word poop. <laughs> you want to poop pants, Big Mama? <laughs> so, this is going to be great for podcasts. Oh, man. Quality I think stuff. It's good I, shit. I, yeah, we found our episode title. That's good shit. Now the question is: Is the episode title "Poop Your Pants, Big Mama" or is the episode title "This Is Great for Podcast Listeners"? Possibly. No, yeah. It's, it's "Wipe Your Pants, Big Mama, Go Poop Yo." That's Go Poop Yo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hold on. But yeah, uh, so, you know, some other things about this game uh, that I could use as trivia. It's the first game in the series to have less characters playable than the previous game. David, would that have helped you out? Would that have made you feel better? Possibly. Also, that's another knock against Mario Party 9. A little bit. Uh, but yes, hey, yes. it was the first, uh, first playable appearance of, uh, at least in the Mario Party series, of Magic Koopa. So, you know, you can play as the Magic Koopa, David. You like that guy, right? Your man Kamak. Hmm? I, I would love to see, like, your version of that trivia that doesn't, like, that obstructs words to immediately give it away. Like, this is the first playable appearance in this series of a character with a wand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of a magical enemy character... Um, shit. Possibly uh, go poop your pants, big mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the other fun thing about this game, though, is at the end of the boards. So I, I didn't even get it, David. Did you actually play this at any point? I actually have not played Mario Party Nine because I remember playing okay. Mario Party Eight, enjoying Mario right. Party Eight, and then seeing Mario Party Nine. It's like, wait, you all move together, but that's. How does that work? <laughs> yeah, see, it, it's, it's interesting. Pass. But uh, see, the fun thing about it is, uh, in, I think instead of giving away like bonus bullshit stars at the end, you get to the end of the level, 
uh, of each level, and there's a boss battle, which is like a boss mini game, which is pretty cool. Uh, so okay, like, that sounds cool. Yeah, it actually is. Like you get to the end of the level, and like, uh, or actually no, halfway through the level, there's a small boss, and then at the end, there's a big boss. So like in the you know, on the first one, like the Toad Land, you have to fight against, you have to do a mini game against the Two. And then at the end, you have to do, like, a wiggler battle. And, you know, there's big bonus points, obviously, for beating the final boss battle. But it's not just like, oh, you landed on the most exclamation point spaces. Here's a star. <laughs> like, uh, and yeah, they, you know, they had boss battles against fucking, like, you know, Bowser Jr. and Bowser. They had Spike and Chain Chomp, you know, Cheap Cheap and Blooper. Uh, and then there was the bonus board, of course, with Donkey and Diddy Kong. So, you know, there, there, was, some, uh, there was some fun stuff in play. And I think that might also be one of the reasons why kids like watching this YouTube video, man. The, you know, these games, they're fun. They got that charming Wii, you know, middling graphics. And, you know, you're doing wacky stuff. It's all the Mario characters, like, you know, swatting volleyballs at a blooper or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's, you know, it's colorful. It's entertaining. I kind of get it, man. You know, 130 million views, maybe a little bit much. But, like, if I'm a nerd parent and I was, you know, at home in 2012 with my kid and I put that on and they were entertained by it, it'd be like, yeah, no harm, no foul. Watch the whole fucking thing, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it, you know, that whole YouTube thing is just so fucking fascinating to me, man. Um, but yeah, Mario Party 9, I mean, obviously, you know, no Mario Party ever gets revisited, but like, I feel like the mechanics of it need to maybe, you know, get another go around in maybe even in just some other party game. Because there were, there were fun things in play, and I think it was more fun than whatever Mario Party they cranked out for the Wii U. I feel like that one wasn't very much fun. And then, you know, Super Mario Party came along, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. But, like, Mario Party 9 remains kind of a weird outlier, and I, you know, I kind of dig it. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm standing this legend. So, you know, you heard it here, man. You know, John Harrington, Mario Party 9 stand for life. And, uh, yeah. Johnny, unless there's somebody else to ban from the YouTube for uh, telling us to unclog our toilet full of waste. Man, what a, what a fucking segment to lead off with. What a uh, great piece of useful advice. Go unclog your toilets. <laughs> Thank you, uh, mysterious YouTube stranger. Uh, Mario Party 9 rules. And, uh, you know, let's do it, Big Mama. Let's move on to game two. Game two. So this game brings along with it 1,976 surveyed questions, 
which impressively, GameFAQ's user Guardmaster has single-handedly compiled every single question into a single document. Man, I almost picked this game. All right. Damn it. Bit of a softball here, Johnny. (laughs) I'm very upset because that wasn't enough time for me to uh, finish my drawing of Louis Anderson. There is some way you need to announce these, right? (laughs) Yeah, so um, (laughs) survey says... This is Family Feud for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, and uh, that was the number one answer on the board. Moving on to Fast Money. (laughs) Who was it? Oh, it was Ray Combs that I was thinking of. Yes, Ray Combs is the host of this home edition of the game. Uh, There's also an NES version with Richard Dawson. Does he kiss every female contestant? In the NES version, Richard Dawson does kiss every female contestant. I really wanted Good. to use the NES version, but it has it has one song. Most of the game is played in complete silence. Is <laughs> this appropriate? See, that reminds me, um, Johnny. I don't mean to completely like jump over your segment, but I'm about to. I had a game that I actually did play with family members that was also based on a game show, uh, but that game only featured one or I think maybe two songs. It was like, fuck, I can't use that. Damn it. Was it Jeopardy? Yes. Jeopardy <laughs> on NES. Yeah. See, so, yeah. you know what? Oh. Yes. <laughs> what are you going to say, Jesse? You know what I hate about these games, especially these early games, is they don't take into account... Of like, you know, you might not be the best speller or like you might know something as a different like slang word or something. And these games didn't take an account of that. And then it'd be like, oh, I said that. I just, you know, forgot the I, you know, it sucks. Yeah, I was pretty impressed by the Super Nintendo one does let you get away a little bit with um, saying, you know, synonyms. Uh, and having it pop in for the right answer, like I saw, um, there's some, there's some. I can't remember the question now, but I answered nature, and it came with the outdoors. I'm like, hey, <laughs> like, all right, all right. Yeah, that was one of those but, things that I thought was like really hard about playing those old kind of game show games from the late '80s, early '90s, is especially when it came to like the modern slang things. You had to imagine, like, okay. What does some American localization person think is cool in 1989 as I'm playing this game in 1991? (laughs) Like, there's not a lot of wiggle room. Right. Yeah, no, all those old game show games were tricky. Yeah, Uh, I fucking despised all of them. I I love 
watching game shows and participating in the watching and like playing of a game show on TV. But like, man, I didn't give a fuck about playing Wheel of Fortune on SNES. Like, no, sir. I would say that's probably happen. the most playable one. Probably, but still not fun. I don't know. Jeopardy on <laughs> NES. Maybe it's nostalgia, but that game was a lot of fun. So much typing. Yeah, Maybe it's that I, 8-bit Trebek mustache. It just it slaps. I think it's um like like one of my favorite thing about about the NES Jeopardy is that as long as you have the right answer in there somewhere, you get it right. So like let's say the answer is the Mona Lisa, you could type you could type like I eat the Mona Lisa for breakfast and it counts. <laughs> so whenever I play NES Jeopardy, I'm always just like you know, dicks, butts, dicks, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> and I get it. <sighs> so, Johnny, you know, please tell me that you've prepared a lightning round with all the questions from the SNES version of Family Feud. Lightning round! No, I'm fucked with you. I didn't do that. Damn it! I knew it was coming, and I'm still disappointed. How are you gonna how are you gonna say that the, there's a game FAQ out there that gives you every question and answer and you every. didn't fucking do it? Like you could have gotten us just I mean we could have played the feud, man. That could have been this whole segment. You could have been the host and we could have played around in the feud. Uh. Although that's that's one of the things that okay, first off, we don't want Johnny as the host of Family Feud, because then he'd be kissing us on the cheek. Secondly, that's I what have a photo of you kissing Johnny on what? my bedside table. What, it's not what a big is deal. wrong with that? What do you got? You got something against yeah. Johnny's sweet, tender lips? No, I have a problem with Johnny's prickly beard. Secondly, the point that I was going to bring up, um, I love that the internet exists and exists as an entity in which someone can Hot take tape. the time to chronicle all of the questions in Super Nintendo Family Feud. Like, yes. obviously, somebody decided, you know what, this is something that we need to keep a record of. It's exactly. important. It's very, very important that someday someone's going to need to cheat at SNES Family Feud, <laughs> and I need to give them the answers. <laughs> I like, you know, I'm going I'm going through some of these surveys now. We could do a quick one if you want. That's nah, uh, okay, man. Yes. No, man, it's going to This is the 1993 version. There's no double entendres. You know, the Steve Harvey one has gotten fucking gross. <laughs> like, oh, my no, God. Just, this one's so going to scream 1993, all right? Please. So, all right, John, we surveyed 100 people. We have the top uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven answers on the board. Name a place that always has a payphone. <laughs> The airport. <laughs> you got the number three answer. David, hey. can you steal? <laughs> Gas station. Oh, that is. That's the number two answer. Jesse, can you steal oh, from both man. of them? Um, a place that always has a payphone. <laughs> a hotel. Oh, sorry. That is Shit. the number four answer. David wins. The number one answer was a restaurant. Ooh. What? Okay, okay my, my next guess was going to be phone booth. And there was also hospital, <laughs> hotel, mall, and grocery store. Hmm. Very 1993. Places knowing where payphones are. <laughs> Very. 
But yeah, man, like the Steve Harvey family feud has just gotten so fucking dumb. <laughs> like it's all things made to get like a like an inappropriate answer out of somebody. Yeah, just I, mean, I feel I like the kind of wish it had always been like that, but at the same time, I liked it when it was just like <laughs> it feels like somebody was walking around the mall really surveying these people and asking them <laughs> polite questions. <laughs> I, I feel like the, the way they word some of the answers too. Like they always use this weird slang that I've never heard before, and it just makes things sound like like old people are trying to be dirty. Yes, that's the idea. <laughs> Listen, I feel like the Steve Harvey version was created specifically so that Steve Harvey could react to things. Like yes, <laughs> I mean that is a that's a big part of it. There's some famously, you know, actually very good clips of Steve Harvey fucking with contestants over their awful answers, so, you know. Yeah, that's it's, uh, pretty fun. It is pretty good. I, yeah, I, I do love, like, the one, <laughs> name something that gets passed around. <laughs> it's like, uh, a, a joint. <laughs> it's like the number four answer on the board. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, you can steal, and the other guy's like, the collection plate at church. It's like, all right, motherfucker, you're trying to go, <laughs> you know, trying to make up for the guy that said joint. <laughs> and, uh, and then joint was higher than collection plate. And uh, <laughs> Steve Harvey had a good laugh, man. It's quality shit, man. It's, uh, uh I miss Richard Dawson. I was going to say, I do still love my all-time favorite family feud was uh, Richard Dawson, and it was the end where they had, like, the person leave and come back and everything. It's like, and the question was, name a month when a woman begins to show signs of pregnancy, and her answer was <laughs> September. <laughs> so he's sitting there, like, laughing at everybody. They bring the second person out. It's like, okay, surveyed 100 people. First question. Name, like, he starts cracking up, and finally he just walks away. September. What the fuck? Yeah. No, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. We'll have to just include a link to just classically bad Family Feud answers because that could just be its own lightning round. That's, yeah, uh, I love it. Yeah, people that suck at game shows are the best people ever. Um, mm -hmm. And she says yeah. it with such conviction too, like September. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got to look up the one of the uh, the family. Say, it's like, what's another name for, you know, a grandma? And it's like, you know, all right, Steve, Nana. It's like Nana. It's like, all right, Steve, Nana. It's like, <laughs> so I've seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is that different than Nana? It's like. It's Nana. It's like, how, mm, fine. And Steve Harvey literally says, like, fuck it, Nana. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that one. Just you're buzzes skipping, about, like, you know, this ain't. Skipping and I think he tells like, the audience, like, stop laughing. This ain't funny no more. <laughs> like, this he spends stupid. about 90 seconds trying to convince her to change her answer, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he really. Nana. <laughs> he really tries his best to, like, hey. <laughs> like, I think Fuck you can it. ask her how do you spell it? She's like N A N A. <laughs> yes. So yeah, all that more entertaining, I assume, than playing Family Feud on SNES. <laughs> it's not very fun or good. No, I don't recommend it. <sighs> yeah, no surprise. Especially now that you can just cheat at it by hitting up that game FAQ. So yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. New. Uh, Could you imagine probably... being the person that does that? <laughs> I want to meet this guy. I want to meet Guardmaster and just be like, hey, man, you spent oh, four years working on this FAQ. No, let's no, get the him on the show. Has to cheat. 
Yes. <laughs> oh. I mean, I want to, you know, I want to meet the person that has to cheat, but yes, I do also want to meet the man that enables that by chronic. <laughs> excuse me, chronicling every single question in this game. Let's get him on the show, John. Edit in the interview right here, and then uh, I think we should move on to game three. <laughs> Wow, what a fascinating interview. I'm so glad we got that guy on the show. <laughs> Guardmaster, what a charming fellow. <laughs> Man. And all those crazy animals he brought with him from the San Diego Zoo. It was a great time. I can't believe he was just Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have one of his turtles. Yeah. Uh, God, we're hanging out again next week. <laughs> Game three.
All right, guys, this game's really something. This is our fan request for the week. This one comes to us from Patreon superfan tier producer Dell at Delicious Hikari on Twitter. Thank you very much, Dell, for the request. And, uh, man, this fucking game, y'all. Uh, this is considered to be one of the weirdest games of all time. Thank you again, Dell. Uh, and it received a sequel in 2003, released in Japan only due to the original game's poor sales, in which the Target family take the Hawaiian vacation that was teased by this game's ending. guys how uh, how you feeling after hearing that great mm-hmm wow I cannot believe that we have a hat trick for mr. mosquito <laughs> wow wow Wow. <laughs> wow. This mosquito is not played by Owen Wilson, but I just have to say, wow. Um, wow. Yeah, guys, this, uh, this, uh, it's, it's another Dell request, my friends, uh, for longtime listeners <laughs> of the show. 
you'll know what you're in, in for here for uh, for new listeners. Uh, meet Dell's request. This is game uh, four. Yeah. You know, <laughs> did you uh, ever hear of this PlayStation Two game? That pretty much is the essence of Dell's like request catalog. It's fascinating the things that come up. <laughs> um, and you know, to say that the theme is family, and for him to immediately shout "Mr. Mosquito," uh, it's just you know, it's something. Because uh, guess what? You don't play as in this game a family, a family? of mosquitoes. <laughs> you play as a mosquito who is trying to suck the blood of a family. Okay, well, there's a family featured. Oh, that makes sense. Sometimes yeah. while they're bathing, I think. Yes, uh, you know, I I did not look further down that rabbit hole to see if, uh, you know, maybe there's some poorly digitized PlayStation 2 nipples or anything like that. But yes, there's definitely some, uh, the the family in, you know, uh, compromised positions, shall we say. A lot of sleeping, bathing, uh, doing random things around the house. And yes, it's a, from what I could tell, like a flight game with a almost like stealth aspect to it like you can't get spotted by the family or else you get like swatted away so you're trying to pilot a mosquito I don't know why I keep really drawing out the pronunciation of it a mosquito um, <laughs> wait what is it it's a, it's an insect, a flying blood-sucking insect uh, maybe you've heard of them, you live in Florida we have these things, they're called mosquitoes um, <laughs> you say it like it, a Texan. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, you muddle a little bit of lime and uh, cement. And, uh, you know, I'm a fiend for mosquitoes. Um, no, I don't know why. Yeah, maybe it is my King of the Hill accent coming out. I don't know. So you play as a mosquito who... Um, now I'm just going to be overthinking it the whole time. <laughs> you play as what? Mr. Mosquito... Who's just trying to fly around and target different body parts of the family and suck their blood. And I wish there was more I could say about it, but, you know, somehow I didn't know this game existed. And uh, now the additionally, question... had I known it existed, I wouldn't have played it. Now the question is, <laughs> while you're going around trying to suck blood from this family, are you also trying to suck propane and propane accessories? See that? Ooh, that was a good question. That you know, I think you know, Mister. Uh, yeah, hmm. No, you know, I, that, you know, I. That actually it, would be a pretty cool game if you were playing as a mosquito, but instead of like. Just trying to, as a stealth game, trying to like trying land on people. Suck the you blood could of the, of the you, hills. <laughs> you could very, you could like suck various objects for power up. So like you land on a propane tank and then could spit fire afterwards, or like you land on a refrigerator and could spit ice beams. Like, <laughs> see, I don't know how much of that would really factor into this game because I feel yeah, like you're not trying to. You're just trying to. <laughs> You're yeah. trying to drink the family. You're not trying to kill them. <laughs> like, well, no, but, like, for the other hazards, like, there are scorpions and spiders and, like, various things, you know? Like, all of a sudden, land out a propane tank. Now you can spit fire at spiders. 
Yeah, like you're trying to suck <laughs> the family's blood, and Thatherton keeps just getting in your way, so you gotta get rid of him. Thatherton. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got your pocket sand, you got your, so cut your rusty shackleford's. Dude, okay, yeah, the whole game, I'm sorry, we're derailing this. Mr. Mosquito's probably just fine, and it's got a slapping fucking soundtrack to it, but yes, the whole game needs to be set in Arlen. Like, a game in which you're trying to be a mosquito and suck the blood of various King of the Hill people would be so good. Like, <laughs> there's the level set at Strickland, where you gotta suck Mr. Strickland's blood while He's, uh, you know, like, I don't know, bent over, stealing from the safe. Uh, you know, no, he's you, gambling at roosters. That's what he, that's what he do. It's set or, at the level. <laughs> Hot Springs, Arkansas. <laughs> birthplace of Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Where you got to help the family get Buck Strickland out of roosters uh, craps game. Yeah. Now, yeah. Are you, trying now to you suck- the mosquito, need to run in here and say he's having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you trying to suck the blood from John Redcorn or trying to suck the blood from one of his migraine patients that he's treating? Yes. Oh, man. God, the, the episode, the one set in John Redcorn's trailer would be fantastic. Um, you know, the final the episode- loss would have to be Dale since he's an exterminator. Exactly. Ooh. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Because, yeah, he'd hit you with some pocket sand, but then also he'd just, like, bust out the chemicals and, like, fumigate the whole house. You know, Dale would be fucking diabolical, uh, man. Yeah, you could have a chase level where he's chasing you in the Dale's dead bug van. Right. Oh. No, see, the secret you, you is, know. like, like every boss fight, you know, after he performs an attack, he's in a weak state. But after he throws his pocket sand, he stops to contemplate how the government is after him. And that's when you attack him. Oh God, I love it. Yeah, you, you know, somehow the only place you're allowed to bite Dale is on his head, so you have to get him to remove his hat. That's <laughs> <laughs> a sweet spot. It's <laughs> under his hat. <laughs> he has to he has to take off his like normal hat and change into like his bounty hunter hat. And as he's doing that, you must enter the hat to start <laughs> sucking the blood off his bald head. Oh, oh my God, this is perfect. I'd be into that because uh, as it stands now. This game's just confusing, and it, you know, I'm sure it's charming. I'm sure of it. It must be charming. Why else would anybody have made it? Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I honestly just don't know. Why? Why? <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It, you know, it. Because it, it, it's tough grading things on a, you know, like, looking at things, and it's like, yeah, this is just PlayStation 2 era, like, so, like, the whole thing just takes place in a room, and all this is is, like, a mosquito and a very non-detailed woman lying on a bed, like, is this meant to be sexy? Is it meant to be fucking, you know, weird? Like, you know, obviously it's meant to be weird, you're playing as a fucking mosquito, but, like, what are you getting out of this? <laughs> like... Who got fired from, like, Star Fox and Panzer Dragoon and was like, well, fuck those guys. You know, they don't want to use my blood-draining mechanic. I'm going to make my own game <laughs> with oh, God. girls Star in Fox. sports bras. And, uh... Wait, 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 wait. Star Fox with the blood-draining mechanic? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, that be, you know, that you know, there's probably an abandoned Star Fox 64-2 in which you have to drain the blood from, like, a big cyst on Andross's jiggly jowls. And they're just like, hmm... I don't like it. That's yeah, fucking gross. And Shiggy casts this man away, and he's like, "Well, I'm using that goddamn mechanic. Goddamn it! I'm, you know, what's something else that drains blood besides an R wing? 
Is is a mosquito? Is that one of the alternate endings in Star Fox Command? Every Star Fox character becomes a vampire. Yes. Oh God. See that? You know, that's the other question. Like, why not just a weird vampire game? Why is it a mosquito? Like, why not make it a vampire trapped in a land of giants who has to fly around a room and drain people's blood? Without them noticing, like mm -hmm. I got Make it. it. A vampire trapped in a mosquito's body. <laughs> a vampire does a body swap with a mosquito, and hijinks ensue. No, I got it. Mister Mosquito Three, Dracula, and the Beanstalk. Perfect. Mm. You know, it ticks mm. all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Um. I. 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 I yeah. I, I love Dell, and I really don't, you know, try to give him shit for his requests, but they are so utterly flummoxing. I mean, really, like <laughs> Dell knows what he's doing. I know he knows what he's doing, man. He's throwing us for a loop, but he's been doing it for pretty much the entirety of this show. Like, you know, uh, it's it's just too much this time. I, I, you know, I I can't even imagine like this game working in any capacity, and you know. And I say that as somebody who has previously entertained the notion of Del Del's other requests. You know, Spider and Tulip. The game where all you are is a PlayStation 2 man kissing people. Somehow this one is the one that breaks me. I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> Bumpy Trot, fine. Mr. Mosquito, back the fuck up. Bumpy Trot is what every single game in history needs to be. Mr. Mosquito is like... No, son, you know, you need to seek therapy. Like, this, you should not have made this game. I don't know what you're trying to do here. But this no. game is somebody's call for help, John. <laughs> Please stop me. I have killed before, and I cannot control myself. That's, I'm pretty sure, what the ending screen of Mr. Mosquito says. Like, before their yeah. Hawaiian vacation. Yes. As they fly away on their Hawaiian vacation... The camera zooms in on one very sad Japanese man who cannot control his actions anymore. So he either has to kill people and drain their blood for sustenance, or program a game in which a, a little mosquito does it. So I'm glad he chose this outlet. But we need to we need to say thank you again, Dell, for the request and get the fuck away from this game. This uh, <laughs> I just I'm, uh, I'm lost. I need to need to recalibrate. Johnny, hit us with the next game. Game four.
So this game is the latest in a long series of games, uh, or a series of games. It's not super long. Anyhow, this game was the result of a successful 2012 Kickstarter campaign, which happened because the original developer went bankrupt and one of the original creators had died. Johnny, have you finished drawing your penis? No, it's not. It's not a penis. Hold I'm on. intrigued. Um, Wait, are, are they typically your penis when you draw them? Yeah. In the whole conceit, he's been sketching his own penis. Oh God damn it, Johnny! Um, so, John says, has a drawing of a toilet with who clogged me. Sadly, incorrect. <laughs> yes. um, John Harrington says, mighty number nine, parentheses, RIP Shiggy. Also, sadly, incorrect. Uh, Jesse has Gianna sisters, which judges. That is correct. This is Gianna sisters' twisted dreams. Oh, is it? Wasn't this a game that was just like a straight ripoff of Mario Brothers for the Commodore 64? See, so I <laughs> thought that was this, it? this series has kind <laughs> the of... The Mario a, Brothers? 
No, these are some sisters. <laughs> this series has kind of an interesting history, because the original Gianna Sisters was released for the Commodore 64, and yeah, it's Super Mario Brothers. Like, straight up. It's a pair of sisters who are exploring <laughs> a fantasy world full of mushrooms, collecting, like, coins and gems from brick blocks. Like, look at screenshots. It's fucking Mario Brothers. But they released other games for it, and they kind of distanced themselves away from it. And then um, the studio closed. They made a version on the DS. Um, the studio closed after that. And then one of the original programmers and creators had a heart attack in 20. 2009, uh, so sadly passed away, and then the licensing went to another company called Black Forest Games, and they started developing a game, and then they're like, oh, I don't know that this is going to work, maybe we should shelve it, so they went to Kickstarter and earned $150,000 and made a new one. It came out for PlayStation Network, Xbox Live Arcade, and the Wii U eShop, uh, recently got ported to the Switch eShop. And yeah, this game's actually pretty fun. So, I mean, it should be, right? I'm, it's it, it's strange. I, I, I didn't know about this game, so I started typing it in, and it was, Gianna was already part of my search history. Uh, I But I don't usually search for Gianna Sisters. That's a little different different niche there. What um, do you normally search? Don't uh, Don't sweat it. Um, <laughs> yeah, John, please let us know. <laughs> you you opened this can of worms. John, it was just the it's, hook. it's so interesting that the autocorrect would fill that in. I thought maybe they maybe these uh, these searches were related, but uh, so this John game just doesn't know how to spell vagina. Yeah, I'm pretty bad at my porn searches. Where is a woman's Gianna? <laughs> I bet hey, I know baby. exactly what you're searching for. That time you visited in Chicago and you're looking for that Gianna pizza. Bingo. Exactly. Eat that Gianna so good tonight. <laughs> Does a woman pee out of her Gianna? Oh, yeah. Okay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway. it suddenly occurred to me what you were actually searching for. Okay, I got you now. <laughs> right. Vagina. Anyway, um, so tell us all about Gianna Sisters, this game that got kickstarted because uh, someone died. Well, I mean, you think it kickstarted because <laughs> someone died. Oh, he's dead. I also broke this down while you were busy searching other things on Google. Right. No, yeah, actually, no, real talk. The only thing I, you know, I've keyed in on on this is like, oh, that sounds cool. Uh, a ripoff that then went on to be its own thing. Composer Chris Yulesbeck. Oh my god, they got composer Chris Yulesbeck. Do you, you know, am I the only one that gives a fuck that Chris Yulesbeck was the composer on this game? Did he do that uh, Crazy Comets game? No, he did not. Ah. That's Rob Hubbard. Um, ah. But he was a composer in the Commodore 64 era. He did compose for the original Gianna Sisters, and he also composed one of my favorite SNES games of all time, Super Turrican. And I'm like, Ooh. oh, shit. Yeah, and yeah, free of the context of knowing that this was even an old game, I'm like, Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams, composer Chris Hulsbeck, like, man, where'd they dig him up from? I thought he only <laughs> did Turrican. It's like, oh, no, this was an old series. I'm learning so much as this segment goes on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Hulsbeck. <laughs> Things wow. just learned today. <laughs> what Hillsbeck has been up to? How to spell vagina? <laughs> How to spell oh, Gianna? Said, uh, two different ways. 
I know that we've already established the episode title, but can we please change the episode title to How to Spell Vagina? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in contention. So, um... So how do you I'm spell go, vagina? I'm going to go out on a limb <laughs> and say that uh, none of y'all have played this game. No. Nope. What about this conversation makes you think we haven't played this game, David? It's all <laughs> of our favorite games. Um, can we answer your question? Literally everything. So did you um did you kickstart this, David? Did you back it on Kickstarter? I did not back it on Kickstarter, but I have played it. Um, and it's actually mm. a pretty fun game. It's like a 2D puzzle platformer, and one of the interesting things is your main character. So you're one of the Gianna sisters. Your sister has been kidnapped, <laughs> so you're trying to rescue her. So that's where the family comes in, because it's one of the few games that actually star a pair of sisters. Because usually it's like brothers or like father-son, that kind of thing. Like, I can't think of too many video game sisters, but uh, the Gianna sisters, they're up there. So you're trying mm, to rescue yeah. your sister, and you have the ability to change between two versions. There's like a, a cute, sweet version, and then like a hard punk version. And each version of you has different abilities. So like, cute version has a little like spin jump, and uh, punk version has like a dash attack. So as you switch between the two, you can change your abilities. What was cool about this game was they added in every time you change the the environment changes so like cute you is very like sweet and there are lots of platforms and gems to collect and everything is very positive and happy but once you turn to punk version like all of a sudden if there were platforms hanging now they might be broken and dilapidated and you can't use them so like the environments change so there's a puzzle element in like oh there's an enemy I need to change to punk version to dash attack into them but if I do that that wall is going to disappear and I might jump off the side and die so like there's a another element because it's not just you who's changing it's the environment's changing too cool that's what those big gaps are on your recording it's the beer sipping is what's happening <laughs> yeah that's what it is Wait. yeah well, because I like, I make a point and I wait for y'all to react, and then you never do, and it throws off my timing. I gave you a, a light grumble. I thought it was a continuation of what you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, the inflection <laughs> at the end of that statement made me think you had more to say than yeah, you took a sip of the beer. Every, I didn't think every you were time. David, beers aren't commas, you dick. The like, <laughs> <laughs> periods. Exactly. Yeah, they're mic drops or exclamation points, perhaps. <laughs> this is a fun game. There you go. That works. Cool. See? You got a reaction We're glad, done. We're Good glad job. it's fun. Now, look, can we talk more about Jana Michaels? Because, <laughs> ah, yeah. you know, that was, the, that was the joke I'm not elegant enough to pull off. I figured it was, I figured everybody would get the gist. So. Sounds like you're pulling it <laughs> off a lot. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I got the gist. Oh. <laughs> um, talk about family. <laughs> I also think titties yeah, say so the, this take. game the, this new kickstarted game just how enormous are the titties it's uh, <laughs> the most reductive question um, play us a couple of big titty hot sisters right <laughs> new, new episode title how big are the titties no no new episode title theme 
family games title, <laughs> How Big Are the Titties? Yeah. Uh, and this is where I cut in my interview with the real Gianna Michaels. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> so Gianna, how'd you feel about your portrayal of you and your sister? <laughs> and, yeah, you know, it's funny. You know, th- th- you'd think they would have called it the Michaels sisters. Because, you know... Whatever, Rebecca Michaels is just a perfectly normal woman who's not a porn star and hasn't been kidnapped in her life. But, yeah. <laughs> Gianna, huh. Different story. Also, <laughs> your tape impression. <laughs> yeah, oh, you guys would react to that. This um, is the best show. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm sitting here wondering, does Gianna Michaels have a sister? I don't want to know. Now. So, yeah. the less the less I know about people who I've seen in porn, the better. <laughs> like, does I, she I have a sister? Yeah. Has her sister ever been kidnapped by a dragon? It's a good plot. You know, <laughs> pitch that shit to Brazzers. <laughs> Maybe they'll take it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, oh, they'll take it. Oh, they'll, yeah, they'll take, take it all the way. Um, so anyway, uh, David, get Brazzers on the phone because we have a new game we need to kickstart. And, uh, you know, I feel like we haven't really said anything about Gianna's sisters, but uh, it feels like we need to abandon this conversation. So uh, anything else? I mean, it's pull a, out. It's God damn it. Gianna's sisters, it's... It's a fun game, and it's an interesting series that has kind of a unique history, and I'm just kind of glad it's on the show. All things I would say about Gianna Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> game five. Thank you, Jesus.
All right. Um, this game was the first game in the series to not be released outside of Japan. Um, they did not want to pay for the cost of the large cartridges or large cartridge ROMs needed to fit English translation um, because of poor sales of the second game, the third game, and the fourth game in North America were a factor. Um, it eventually got a DS release in America. Oh, Johnny's ready. I know he's got the right answer. Mm-hmm. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, Johnny uh, is a game late and picks Gianna Sisters. He's incorrect. Uh, David says Final Fantasy three. That's also incorrect. And John has chosen uh, Big Old Titties. <laughs> um, that is uh, almost correct, but actually incorrect. Uh, this is... Uh, do we have a when everybody gets the wrong answer sound? No, I we, we don't. We don't oh. use that one very often. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Perfect. <laughs> I hate Why it. Why would you pour <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly when all of us are wrong? No, no, no. The bubbly thing's appropriate You know, for us, us being terribly, terribly wrong. Play a Jericho sound. It's it's good. <laughs> um, so this is Dragon Quest V. Um, specifically oh! the DS version. Fuck! Because the second one, the third one, and fourth one didn't sell. Maybe this would be the fifth game in the series. True. Anyways. And this is the one where, oh, Dragon Quest V has you, like... Okay, spoilers. You, like, meet your family from the future. I haven't got that far. Um, <laughs> what the hell, David? You spoiled it for him. <laughs> well, no. I'm not worried about it. It's a game from... It's a game from fucking 1992. If I haven't played it yet, it's my own fault, you know? <laughs> I still feel like so, David um, should be gamed over for spoiling that on you. Just, you know, just like that. Game over! Damn. Cut his mic. Get him out of here. I forgot how long that sound was. <laughs> I was thrown off by Jesse picking a Dragon Quest game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That, that too. So, just to be clear, you in your trivia said this was the first game to not be released outside of Japan until there was a DS version. See, and then and you I, just uh, you got me on the whole. Well, I'm never gonna get this right. Kick and then, <laughs> ah, curses, cursed kings. Well, so, I, I was typically eight, though. Well, 
<laughs> I typically <Fuck>! won't play. <laughs> I typically won't play Dragon Quest games, but I've heard a lot of really great things about Five, especially with it having to do with a family situation. So when you said family, I heard the Blood God whispering in my ear, "Dragon Quest Five," and I was like. <sighs> okay, I'll fucking try this stupid game. And, um, I'm about two hours in, and I haven't got, um, upset with the horrible battle system yet. Um, the story so far has been pretty fascinating. Like, you start the game, you name your character, and then you're literally being, uh, born. Like, your dad is, like, doing Ugh. stuff, and, and he's like, uh, his, I uh, well, his servant comes in. He's like, oh. His it's, cervix? It's a... No, his servant. <laughs> Do you see the head coming out of Gianna? <laughs> you don't get to see it. You don't get to see it because it's all in DS uh, graphics. So. Right. Okay, so this isn't like, it's not like the opening to Look Who's Talking. No, uh, no, there's no semen. Okay, it's it's just like a. Um, it an anxious... out and you are just a little you know, tenacious sperm with yeah. a bandana on because it's a Toriyama design. And it's like that Evo game. <laughs> Instead of a fish, you play as a sperm. <laughs> and you grow up to be an Akira Toriyama hero. It's yeah. Uh, so no, so, you, okay. So you're born. You're, we're, yeah. Oh, we're, we're moving at a rapid clip here. I'm, I'm glad we have the rest of the show to devote to this. So, game yeah. starts. You're born. Wah wah wah. Yeah. And then what? And so then, then uh, it's like. After that, it's like six years later, and like you and your father are on this like boat, which for for one thing, it, like they allude to like you've been traveling for quite some time, and like you leave the boat and you immediately start fighting things. And keep in mind, you it's a it's your father and a six year old boy, so it'd be like if me and Betsy went out and like started like fighting like animals, like a bear. Like what if me and her were fighting bear? Okay, you know, now Jesse, just to clarify for everybody, you uh, you, you know, you live in Florida, uh, much like me. Uh, you, how many bears have you fought with Betsy? I mean, it's more than more than one, right? Um, I think it's about three and a half. Okay, <laughs> it's that half bears that get you. <laughs> what is it? The what half is a bear is an alligator. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a furry alligator. Half bear, half alligator, half man. Who's fucking weird? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so, Florida. Um, you 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 go to this one town, and, and I'm basically just saying how far I've gotten. And so you get to this one town, and um, and then the game ends because I no, saved and started is, game that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this dude is sick, and then your dad gets the uh, cold too. So you have to stay in this town. But luckily, there's this eight-year-old girl there, and she wants to go fight these ghosts in this tower because uh, you, you roll up on these, like, kids, like, beating up this saber cat cub. And, like, um, they're like, well, if you go kill the ghost at the tower, we'll let you have the cub. And so she's all like, well, we're going to go kill those ghosts. And um, so now you're a six-year-old boy and an eight-year-old girl going to fight ghosts. Hell and yeah. skeletons and stuff. So, so it's pretty hardcore. Like right up front, they're like, "Let's throw a bunch of kids in danger," you know. And uh, I mean, it's cool. All the good, be all the best movies are like that. So, Dragon yeah, Quest, don't fuck around. Yeah, and so um, I'm basically still on the ghost killing part, um, which has been pretty entertaining. Um, 
the dialogue is pretty quirky. Um, and they do this thing that is very, very welcoming, I will say. When you die, like if your main character dies, it's not game over. Uh, Bianca, the eight-year-old girl, just drags you into the end. It's like, oh, I guess we'll try again tomorrow. So you don't lose any of your crap. And it's just a... It was a very smart decision. There's also a part where, um, like, you walk in and you investigate these coffins and these skeletons pop out and it scares Bianca and she goes missing. So then you're back to just uh, you playing. And um, I got captured by something and I woke up and it was like... The screen was black, and it's like, you wake up, and uh, something is on top of you. And <laughs> you push it off, and then it's like, oh, you were inside of a freaking grave. <laughs> and so then you're like, oh, you notice there's a grave next to you. And you look at it, and it says, here lies Bianca. And you're like, well, that's fucked up. And you push open the gravestone, and Bianca comes out. And she's like, holy crap, I was in there. Why did... <laughs> Nice. So there was some pretty cool little like you know moments so far in this game, and um, yeah. See now that you're mentioning this, I'm trying to remember why I was right on the verge of like featuring this on the show in the past. Because like looking at the Wikipedia page, I remember talking like reading this at some point, being like, "This game sounds fucking awesome." Like it takes place over like a big span of your life, and it's, yeah, uh, as it says on the Wikipedia page. Uh, it has been credited as the first known video game to feature a playable pregnancy. And I'm like, okay, so I've read this Wikipedia page before. I need to, like, look through my internet history and figure out when and how close to another episode of GTT that was. Because, like, how did this come up? Why was I here? (laughs) Like, I I don't play (laughs) Dragon Quest. I don't play Japan-only games. Was I going to pitch pregnancy games at some point? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Finally going to play those Elsa mobile games when yeah. she's pregnant. We, you know, we didn't use family games as a theme before, so, hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, seems like, yeah, uh, maybe it was just something I was into back when, like, you know, my son was being born. It's like, I bet you there's <laughs> games in which you're a dad. Maybe it's dad games. We did dad games at some point, didn't we? We did. Fuck yeah, yeah that's what it is. Woo! <laughs> Backed into it. <laughs> I'm like, why did I read the words playable pregnancy? What's going on? <laughs> that's going to be the episode title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to use the phrase, you know, the first game with a playable pregnancy, I'm like, in what way is the pregnancy playable? Like, uh, are you are you playing as that female character? <laughs> Is she with child and like casting spells in a dungeon? Does quick her water of, break? Quick time <laughs> events to kick against the belly. Exactly. <laughs> if you're playing a pregnancy, are you playing this the baby or as the woman? Wait. As the midwife? I don't it, know. Like, <laughs> like, maybe it's a prequel to Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. You know, that's going to be the most notable game to feature playable pregnancy, and probably the only game to feature a male pregnancy. Uh, but hey, you know, there's plenty of fan art games out there, baby. So, you know, it, it's going to be a, you know, it's a, it's a deep well. But yeah, so anyway, uh, so you have this on DS, and you are playing it. It was released outside of Japan. That that again, yes. the trivia threw me for a goddamn loop. It, um, the, uh, the full title for DS is, um, uh, what is oh, it's uh, Dragon Quest V, Hand of the Heavenly Bride, I believe. 
because if I remember correctly, there are like multiple characters that you can marry, and that features into the story, and I don't want to ruin it for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, yeah, you have you can a choice of who to marry and impregnate in the game? Wow. I need to play this game. Yeah, this, uh, and the pregnancies are playable. Yeah, uh, oof, I'm going to play that pregnancy. This is uh, this is an important game. No, it's funny because also below that it says this is considered to be one of the greatest games of all time. I'm like, it is. <laughs> I I have heard because when I when I got Dragon Quest Eleven, it's like I want to get more into the Dragon Quest series. Like everybody loves eight, and I guess eleven is popular. Like what else is there? It's like Dragon Quest Five. Like Dragon Quest Five is up there on. In terms of the Dragon Quest series, a lot of people think, like, 3, 5, and 8 are, like, the best in the series. I can speak to 8! Uh, but, you know, 5, uh, yeah. Now, is it, is it, you know, popular because of the pregnancy, or... It just, I yeah. think that's just part. Like, I don't think that's that's just like a cherry on it top. It doesn't hurt. Pic- pictured like a Game Pro reviewer in like 1995, like Sean Baby going down a checklist, being like something new, pregnancy. All right, this you know, wow, that's like plus two points. Look at that, nine point eight. This is one of the greatest games of all time. <laughs> Wait, you said Game Pro? Was Sean Baby EGM? Well. I know GamePro does a scale of, of up to five. So, oh, heavens well, I mean, me. Th- that's that's the point. <laughs> it ranked a nine point eight out of five. Oh, yeah, playable yeah, pregnancy ratcheted that crazy. fun factor up like crazy. <laughs> like, oh God. Um, no, the, you know, uh, it, it sounds cool. I, you know, I I don't know. It's it's so interesting. I guess I I don't play a lot of RPGs. And I guess I don't play a lot of games that really take place. What are you fucking shrugging at me, David, for saying I don't play a lot of RPGs? Well, it's just like, I don't play a lot of RPGs. Isn't Secret of Mana your favorite game of all time? Yeah, but I mean, that's that's like, okay, one. (laughs) Didn't you say Octopath Traveler was the best game of the previous year? Two. You, you know, you, you got a long walk ahead of you, David. I'm 34 years old now. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just saying, uh, you know, I don't play a lot of RPGs and I don't play a lot of games that take place over like with a passage of time. You know, uh, a lot of these games you get dropped in and, uh, you know, it's just kind of you pick it up and return and, you know, it, it's just it's whatever. But, like, you know, from childhood to adulthood with a pregnancy and all that shit, like, no, that kind of story, that, you know, I don't play games with that level of story. I play games that, you know, yeah, they're Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler, I still got two characters left to beat on that. I assume they're just standing around waiting for me. They're not out there getting pregnant and, you know, having families or aging or anything like that. Like, you know, these characters don't do that. Octopath Traveler takes place over a three-day weekend. Exactly. All RPGs that I've played do. (laughs) It's like, you know, we gotta defeat the Mana Fortress. 72 hours later, it's like, all right, yeah, we did, man. This is, yeah, that was tough. Oh, God, I can't believe, you know. 
Really, uh, you know, we didn't stop to eat or anything. I'm glad I leveled up that spear to level nine, though. <laughs> yeah. The ancient <gasps> dragon has resurrected. Well, motherfucker, it's Saturday night. I got work on Monday. We <laughs> exactly. gotta take care of this. Yeah, we gotta drop that goddamn man of fortress like now-ish. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't got any PTO left. <laughs> Yeah, fucking. So yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I, yeah, I've been under the impression that RPGs take place in the time it takes to play them. So no, I've not played any thirty-year RPGs. <laughs> so yeah, that's the that's like the that problem. Freaking, that man, that just swings us all the way around to Johnny's four hundred years video. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I love we're not the, bringing that back up. I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> I want to talk lo- about all mini games, Mario Party Nine. <laughs> I love the idea of the apocalypse happening because the destined hero didn't have paid time off. Like, I got no vacation days. We're fucked. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, I gave you like 80 hours on this bitch, but I, I got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. I can't take my birthday pay and my overtime pay uh, yeah, to go fucking you know, fight the sacred beast. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway... Uh, no, you know, game sounds dope. I feel like Dragon Quest, uh, you know, thanks to the, you know, success of Eleven and Hero and Smash, maybe we got some, uh, maybe a little Dragon Quest, uh, interest peaked in America. Maybe we can get these back, uh, kind of in people's minds at some point soon. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see it, though. Because, uh, one, yeah, two, and cool. three are on the Switch. That's news to me. When did that happen? Um, not too when- long ago. 11S came out. Yeah. Word. So yeah, uh, put the rest of them out. I don't care. I don't care if it's the DS remake, or uh, you do the DS remake and the uh, the SNES version, uh, like Dragon Quest 11. You could play the whole thing in 16-bit. You know, do that shit. Do that for that all Dragon Quest. That sounds Quests. really cool. Uh, you know, Dragon Quest is a cool series, cool games, playable pregnancy. I don't know. You know, <laughs> again with how do they know my search terms? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and Akira Toriyama, he's so good. Yeah. Just, just real quick, shout mm-hmm. out to Akira Toriyama. Yeah. If you're not going to make you know American versions of all these old Dragon Quest games, then I don't know. I guess he could make a, something with you know fighting and anime hair, Saiyans. Yeah. I mean, that's good, too. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, like, Dragon Quest series never quite caught on in America, so it's a real shame that Akira Toriyama never made it overseas. Yeah, it's a damn shame that the Dragon Quest series didn't have more balls. Hmm? I mean, it's all it takes. triggers. Yeah. Just, you know, some some wishing balls. You know, just, you know, I'm saying. At, At what point in the Dragon Quest games do you get to, like, you know, grant a wish. Where's the, uh... Um, I'm sure there's whispering granting, because they have, like, genies and stuff. Oh, say, the there's, the- there's gotta be a point at some point. There's so many different cool monsters in Dragon Quest. Yeah. But, okay, no, so, next one. When do we get a Dragon Quest game in which your lead character is a Piccolo? <laughs> um... I don't know why that was a Mario 2 sound. I'm just saying, I want to play... I, I was struggling to think of the word Namekian. I want to play a Dragon Quest game where you play as Piccolo. <laughs> like, I think it'd be oh. dope. I thought you meant a Piccolo, like the instrument. 
Damn that it, doesn't John. even make sense. <laughs> yeah. Why would that be a thing? Do, uh, that's it. You know, we're, Calculating we're, computer. We're going to do a Dragon Ball Z watch Calculating party Calculating computer soon. activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobics out? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Wow. Hell yeah. Congratulations, Jesse. You've, uh... You've been born... And uh, you've played that pregnancy perfectly. And it's gotten you right where it should. To the winner's circle of Game That Tune. So, uh, you know, oh, wipe off all that afterbirth, man. And take a victory <laughs> lap. Congratulations. Don't tell us your afterbirth story. I've heard it. I'm scarred by it. Uh, in, instead, tell us what you've got in mind for a theme for next week's episode of Game That Tune. So I've been watching this anime that's really good, and it's inspired me to... Dragon uh, Ball Z. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> Dragon Ball games. Balls. Or games, <laughs> games with balls in them. <laughs> I'm all in favor of that thing. Again, how do you know my search terms? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've been watching High Score Girl, which is a lot about arcades. So let's do arcade games. And if you feel like you haven't played enough arcade games, if you've played an arcade port in your home console, that will work as well. Ah, I like that. All right. I have a couple of those. But uh, I do like the excuse to go uh, go out and play at the local arcade, do a little research. Man, that's, uh, that's going to be a good one. Perhaps I already have a game downloaded that I was thinking of using as a bonus game for this family episode that I talked about at the top of the episode. Maybe that'll be on next week's episode. Who knows? Spooky. Yep. So, spooky? Family Feud Arcade. God! Family Feud Arcade would straight up fuck. That would be so good. Oh my god. Ten controllers. Just picture an arcade cabinet of the a whole set of Family Feud with all these buzzers <laughs> and like same. and like a puppetized like Steve Harvey that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a prize redemption game. If you win, you get like a little stuffed animal. <laughs> it's like ten bucks to play. Yeah. <laughs> Gives you tickets. <laughs> uh, anyway, no fuck yeah, arcade games. You know, we'll save that nonsense for next week's show. We can't already start doing our arcade nonsense on tonight's show. What are we insane? Um, excellent theme, Jesse. I I, I like it because uh, you know one thing that I do love about uh, you know doing this show and listening to old music is it's like okay, you know some of these games I didn't even realize came out in arcades and their soundtracks, despite the fact that you could never hear them in arcades, are like extra fuckworthy like in arcades. They're just like. Some of these, like, old Sega games, old NES games, it's like, yeah, that soundtrack fucking rules <laughs> yeah. on the arcade version. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, we, uh, we're we going to have a great game coming up next week. Thank you all for listening this week. Thank you to everybody uh, who uh, watched along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Join us. Chat along with us. We love you chatting, uh, telling us to, you know, uh, change our big poopy diapers. 
How do they know yeah. my Google search terms? <laughs> yeah. That kid, <laughs> he's, you know, he hacked us. I can't believe it. He hacked us good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, change your big poopy diaper, yo mama. Um, <laughs> and uh, join us every Wednesday for, uh, for our live show. Thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. We're uh, in your podcast device, your podcast app of choice, uh, Wednesday mornings. We appreciate you listening there. Um, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got, uh, fun stuff over there always in the works. So check us out, support the show. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we promise there are actual things coming to that at some point, not just nasty post shows in which we discuss nonsense. You know, we really do have, uh, we have shows that we make for that. So, you know, th- we do appreciate you supporting us. Uh, even if you never get any content out of it, we, we, you know, we, we appreciate the money. We appreciate the microphones, the cameras, the uh, server space for the 24 seven video game music live stream over there on YouTube. Uh, over there at YouTube, where we have more than 2,000 subscribers now. Thank you to every single one of those people. But more specifically, thank you to our Patreon superfans. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, and XX Chrono XX. All fantastic fellas. All fantastic supporters of the show. Uh, thank you to uh, Dell for our request tonight, I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm now having Mr. Mosquito flashbacks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, no, real talk. We love you, Dell. We love the requests. Get your request in uh, via our Discord server. Get your request in. GameThatTune at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at GameThatTune. Uh, we love taking requests. We're happy to have them, no matter how fucking weird they might be. Uh, so, yeah, uh, hit us up with those requests. We always appreciate that. Uh, and uh, you can find us all individually on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at jgangster187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpregan.jr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfdfleming. And you can find this week's winner, Jesse Moore, on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. Fantastic, Jesse. So great show tonight, my man. And uh, you got the uh, bonus tune. So I assume you're sending us to the arcade with something fantastic. Uh, sort of, yeah. It's going to be the uh, opening song to the show I mentioned, High Score Girl. So, it's fun. Okay, I'll take it. Peace out, everybody! <laughs> I'm
Wow, that ends abruptly. <clears throat> Mario Party 9 is copyright 2012 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Family Feud is copyright 1993 Imagineering and Game Tech. Mr. Mosquito is copyright 2002 IDOS Interactive. Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams is copyright 2012 Black Forest Games. Dragon Quest V Hand of the Heavenly Bride is copyright 2009 Square Enix. Eh, it feels like we need to abandon this conversation, so uh, anything else? I <laughs> mean, it's pull a, out. It's... <laughs> God... Damn it. Not Gianna, man. I mean, yeah. don't you watch those videos? Oh, yeah. It's it's let's, a fun game. Let's cream and pie it's... this segment. <laughs> I was trying to make my final words, damn it. You know, Sorry, man. I'm, I'm going to edit out me saying the word cream pie. That feels awful. <laughs> yeah, sounded, that was gross, dude. Also, please, I beg of you, steal that. For a calculating computer or a free play <laughs> jingle in the future. Um, <laughs> We're tagging that one right now. That's, 